Today in Mishnabur, we're going to finish Simen Tes, and we're going to start Simen Yud. So we're going to begin with Simen Tes Sif Beis, and we're going to continue the discussion of the materials regarding tzitzis, which materials for the Beged, for the tzitzis. And when we start Sif Yud, we're going to go into Simen Yud through Sif Hey. We're going to discuss the mitzvah of four corners and then ramifications of that. Let's begin now with Simentes Seif Beis. Let's do Seif Beis and Gimel now. So the Shulchan Aruch talks about using tzitzis um, of different types of garments, etc. Let's see. Uh, meaning it has to, if, if tzitzis have to be, w- w- which type of garments are excluded with certain types of tzitzis. So the Shulchan Aruch tells us in Seif Beis, that tzitzis of wool or linen exempt all types of garments. It means any material garment is exempted with tzitzis strings of wool or linen. Mishnabura says some say wool tzitzis do not exempt other types of garments, and people are careful to have wool on wool, meaning wool strings and a wool garment, but certainly the Mishnabura says there's room to be lenient because, as we'll see later, people use wool strings for other types of material garments as well. Shulchan Aruch continues and says, the exception to this is that you're not allowed to use linen for a gar- linen strings for a garment of wool, because today says the Mishnah Brura, uh, so the Shulchan Aruch says because today we don't have the techeles. Mishnah Brura explains techeles was the wool that was dyed with chilas and blood. It's a bluish color, and therefore the Shulchan Aruch says we're not allowed to have kilayim today because, as the Mishnah Brura explains, when they had it, they could have two strings of blue wool and two strings of white, even linen white ones. In garment, in garment of either type, meaning it wasn't an issue to have wool and linen together when they were doing the mitzvah properly. That was only because they were fulfilling the mitzvah and it's it's totally complete way. But since today we don't have that, we're not allowed to use wool strings on a on a linen garment, right? <coughs> or, or or linen strings on a wool garment, right? Mishabur um, goes on to say, sorry, the Ramah says, some say we shouldn't have tzitzis of linen at all, even for other types of garments, and this is the custom. Mishabur explains, because some wool looks like silk, and you could accidentally end up putting linen tzitzis on an actual wool garment. Accordingly, other material garments would be allowed uh, to use linen strings, because you're not going to make a mistake and have wool and linen together. However, the Mishmur says other reasons are brought down as well. Why not to use linen tzitzis strings? And accordingly, no linen tzitzis should be used on any type of garment, ideally. However, if it's a pressing situation, you can rely on those who are lenient and use linen tzitzis if necessary. Shulchan Aruch continues and says, tzitzis of other types <coughs> only exempt that type of garment, meaning you can use silk tzitzis to exempt a silk garment, cotton to exempt a cotton garment, etc., but it doesn't exempt different types of garments. Now this would mean whether uh, you hold its dairais or drabana. It means whether you hold other types of strings are, or other types of materials are chayav and a dairais and me drabanan, it doesn't make a difference. Now if the talis, Mishabura continues and says, if the talis is woof, if the talis is <coughs> the woof and warp of different materials that are not wool and linen, so the tzitzis need to be wool or linen in the time of need. Meaning if you have the, wo- the woof of the talus, means that the material going in one way in the garment is made out of cotton. The other one is, I mean, the other direction of the garment is made out of uh, silk, for example. So then you can't exempt it with either one of those two. 
So ideally you'll use wool, or again, linen at a time that there's no other option. Also, the tzitzis need to be processed lishma, meaning all the steps of its processing. We'll get back into that a little bit later. And if uh, you follow the material of the outer layer, it means even if underneath is wool, you should follow, as regarding the strings, the material that's the outer layer, means what's visible on the outside. If the woof or the warp are of wool slash other types of materials, so then again you should use wool strings, meaning if the woof is made out of wool and the warp is made out of cotton, so use strings, sits of strings that are wool. Even if the majority is some other type, you can't use that other type. Even if the wool isn't distinct, some say strings are significant and not bottle, so therefore the best thing to do, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, is to use a garment that's made out of wool and the strings which are also made out of wool. However, if the garment is made out of cotton and linen, meaning, let's say the wolf is made out of cotton or it's a mixture of cotton and linen, you'd only be allowed to use linen tzitzis in a scenario, again, where it's a pressing need and there's no other option. As we said before, ideally you shouldn't be using linen tzitzis strings in the first place. Okay, moving on now to if dalit, and hay. So now we're going to talk about if you have strings of two different kinds as well as the colored tzitzis and garments. So Shulchan Aruch says, if a person placed on garments of other types, let's say cotton, he put some tzitzis strings of that type, and others of wool or linen. So it's a suffix if this is effective. And Shabura says, because you don't fulfill either verse properly, means it's not the same type as the garment. It's also not fully wool or linen. So some say, the Mishabura says, some say it's acceptable. Shulchan Aruch says, in addition, some say that tzitzah should be the color of the garment. And the Medaktikim have this custom. Mishabura says, either because of the idea of general zekeli van veyu, beautifying mitzvahs, so it should match up the strings and the garment color, or because of the drasha, min kanaf, that it should be the same material as the corner itself. Ramah says, Nashkenazim were mak, but only to use white tzitzis even on colored garments, and we shouldn't change from this. And Mishavura says, should attempt <clears throat> to have at least the corners that are white, or the talus katan that's white, so that the tzitzis match up in terms of that the corners or the talus katan. Now the dark strip at the edge of the garment, which a lot of people have, it's not important because we follow the main color of the garment. If it's white, even if there's a dark strip, that doesn't make a difference. Moving on to Seif Vav now. The, uh, now we're going to discuss specifically a garment made out of linen. So the Shulchan Aruch says, some say not to have a garment of linen. Mishnah Bros says, because then you would need tzitzis of linen, and then you might put on techeles, meaning blue wool strings, which would be kilayim at night, because that's not the time that you're chayev in the mitzvah. And therefore, Chazal decreed against it. Even though there's no techeles today, so there shouldn't be an issue, the decree still stands. Now many posts can permit today based on that reasoning. And therefore, the Ramah says, it's acceptable only if there's no other option. But if there is no other option, the Ramah is acceptable. Shulchan Aruch says, even though it's permitted, your Yerushimayim should have garment of wool. And the Ramah says, if possible, better to have a garment and tzitzis of linen rather than not perform the mitzvah at all. The Mishnah says, certainly you could then use a garment of other types with linen tzitzis, again, in a scenario where you don't have another option. Because you can rely on lenient opinions to make a bracha as well. And if it's a talus gadol of wool, make a bracha on that to exempt this sort of a non-ideal talus katan. Some say you should make the corners of leather in this case, place wool tzitzis on it, and the acharonim are sure, unsure of this approach because that would somehow separate between the garment, which is linen, and the tzitzis, which are wool, but maybe that's not the ideal thing to do. Okay, moving on to the new simen now. We're moving on to simen yud.
and we'll begin with Seif, Aleph, Bez, and Gimel. So we're going to discuss now the mitzvah of having four corners, diminishing and adding on to those corners. So the Shulchan Aruch says, a talus of that four corners is exempted from the mitzvah of Sitzis. The Mishabura says, whether it originally was created that way or one was rounded off or cut off, it doesn't make a difference, it would be exempt. The Shulchan Aruch says, if it has more than four corners, it's obligated. Shavuot says some say it's exempted in this case too, and therefore you shouldn't have five or more cornered garments, ideally. If it's a talus cut and it has an opening at the neck, so this could theoretically constitute a corner. So if it's mostly closed, it wouldn't be an issue, says the Mishnah Bura. But if it is mostly open, you can round it off or make some sort of a collar to avoid any issue. The Shulchan Aruch says you should then place the tzitzis on the foremost distanced corners, meaning if there's more than four corners, pick those that are most distanced and place the tzitzis on those. Mishnah Bura says having more than four tzitzis is baltosif, so if you cut one off, it will be acceptable. And you should ensure they're the most distanced ones that you're putting the strings on. Now, it's a debate if this idea of distancing is simply logical, that it should be most bolet, most obvious that they're where the tzitzis should go, or maybe if it's even diaraisa. Now, if you don't have time to fix by the time of tefillah, you can rely on the lenient opinions and have the strings on the corners, which are not necessarily farthest from each other. Shulchan Aruch goes on and says, if the garment had four corners and he cut one diagonally, means he split it, so now it's like two corners, that one corner used to be, so now it's a five-cornered garment. It's still chayav and tzitzis. Mishbura says, same idea would be as if he originally had two, if he, he cut two of the corners. So it goes from being a four-cornered garment, now it's a six-cornered garment. Also, says the Mishnah if it was three corners originally, he cut one, now it's a four-cornered garment, it's chayav and tzitzis, and it wasn't chayav before. However, again, it needs to be a large and distinct sort of cut, says the Mishnah If he made a minor incision, that's not considered corners, unless it's mostly open. Shulchan Aruch continues and says, if somebody folded over a corner and tied or sewed it until it isn't visible as a corner, it's still liable in tzitzis. Mishabura gives a svara since he really didn't want, if he really didn't want the corners, he would have just cut them off. Obviously, he intends to remove the tying, and based on this, says the Mishabura, he is able to place tzitzis in relation to the unfolded garment, as we'll learn later, it has to be within a certain measurement till the end of the garment. This is where the, uh, and the Mishabura just clarifies, this is where the folding was rounded off. There is a debate if it was squared and then tied up that way. Some say actually would place on the newly developed corners and not how it would have been in its original state. Others disagree and say it's the same as if it was rounded and since only fo- he folded part of the clothing and it's not normally, it's not the normal way to wear that way, you can place based on the unfolded garment and uh, it would be acceptable. Okay, moving on out to if Dalit. Leather, regarding leather. So the, the leather isn't even considered a beged. Mishmuris is not even rabbinically. Shulchan Aruch says, if a talus is of, is of some other material and the corners are made out of leather, it will be chayav and sitzes. Vice versa, it will be exempt. Mishmuris explains because we follow the status of the main part or the majority of the beged. Even if the beged is rounded the corners are, and the corners are made of leather, it still would be chayav because the main part of the garment is uh, material that's chayav. Even if a minority area has the measurement of a talus, we would still follow the majority in order to determine if it's chayv and tzitzis or not. The outer material is the key, even if underneath the material is exempt. So for example, if underneath it's leather, on top of that you have silk, the garment would be chayv and tzitzis. Okay, final if of the day is if, hey, the principle of ta'asev alomina asoi. Shulchan says if somebody had a garment with three corners with tzitzis, meaning it was a three-cornered garment to put strings on it, 
and then he cut the garment in a way that produced the fourth corner, and he put tzitzis on it. Shulchan Paskins, that's invalid because you need, it needs to be four corners before you place any, any strings on it. Mishnah Bura says the same idea would be if it had four corners and one of the corners was cut, was cut off around it, he would then need to untie the other three tzitzis and retie them after fixing the fourth corner. Even if he only had tied one knot with its loops, he would still need to be undone and redone. It means We'll learn more about this later, but what constitutes being an established tzitzis corner would be only if, if, if one was uh, tied, one of the knots were already tied with its loops. We learn from the Pasuk, as the Pasuk teaches us, this is needed to be placed on a garment that already has four corners, not that the corners are made after the strings are placed on it. Therefore, the three that were on when it was an invalid garment would have to be removed and placed back on. The fourth is acceptable as it was put on the garment when it was already four corners. The other three, though, would have to be untied and redone. We're stopping here, Bezaz Hashem. We'll continue discussing Simon Yud with Se'iv Vav tomorrow, which is going to discuss more the, these halachas about four corners. Everybody have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll, we'll learn the Vezra Shalom will pick up tomorrow.